Tasty Pam Plain is in there. Thank you so much. Thank you to our sponsors at Comey and Paisley. Sushi Ramen Bow Buns. But guys, we're back. Part two is here. I'm joined by Fiona and Chris. Fiona, the Jill hatred, the Emma Roberts hatred was too much. The veto is gone in the first <laughs> round. Me and Chris holding tightly onto our vetoes. We're not wasting any time because we are in the last 16 of this tournament. Fiona, we're coming back to the final girl. Sydney Prescott is up against one of our surviving ghost faces because we lost quite a few of them in round one. It's Sydney versus Richie. Which way are you going? Oh, um, I mean, I, th- I think it's pretty obvious. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a tight one. <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to beat Sydney in any way, shape, or form. She's one of my favorite characters. I mean, she is kind of the ultimate final girl for me. I'm, you know, I'm a big lover of Halloween, and you know, um, but even against Laurie Strode, like Sydney Prescott is the one. She's got such a, a kind of emotional strength that I love. That you know, I love watching her on on screen. I love kind of. Um, even like her one-liners, kind of whenever she finally, you know, um, kills Billy Loomis, she's just she's just incredible. So it's got to be Sydney, I, all the way. She's so badass in a way. It took she what, like, uh, like fifty years to do. Um, Sydney was there. <laughs> she yep. was ready to go from movie one, and I love yeah. that about her. Uh, Chris, are you agreeing with that? Is it time to say goodbye to Richie? It is, and it, it bums me out because, again, I, as I mentioned on part one, that like Richie to me is one of the gnarliest deaths in the franchise. Like I, it was like, like stop, stop. You got it, you got it, and it, like it just. I want to say it was like twenty something times that Sam yeah. stabbed him. Yeah, like it's intense. It's awesome, but it's Sydney Prescott. Exactly. The the face of the franchise, uh, not David's favorite character, as we've already established in part <laughs> one, but uh, Sydney, Sydney's great. And like when she's not there, obviously something's missing because we're so accustomed to Sydney being in the franchise. Uh, she's badass. She is like from the jump, Sydney's a badass. It, it, she didn't build up to it. Mm. Like, like the second we met Sydney, we're like, oh, like you've seen some shit. You've been through some shit. Yeah. And over five installments of screen movies, she's just incredible. And when she's not there, it bums me out. I hope she comes back. I hope Scream 7 and David's pitch brings mm-hmm. her back. But <laughs> um, Sydney, it's Sydney. Yeah, that money out, Christopher Landon, who's taking over directing duties for for that one. Um, you know, we need to need the money by get Neve Campbell back in. She's an icon of, of cinema in this role of Prescott. Yep. Her performances in these movies are so consistent as well. I love the line in Scream Five where Dewey's like, "Do you have a gun?" And she's like, "I'm Sydney Prescott. Of course, I have a gun." Like, <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. She is she is legendary, and I do love her. Uh, Richie, a good ghost face, a decent ghost face, a nice performance. Um, he he strays you away because everyone's always like, "Is the boyfriend right?" He can he does enough uh, Jack Quaid to convince you um, mm-hmm. in this movie that it's not him. So it is an effective twist, even though it's something we've seen before. But it's got to be Sydney. But Chris, I think this is a tough. This is a tougher one. That one was not tough. 
this one might be. Chad, we're back with Chad. We're back with my man against Tatum Riley, someone we are all very fond of uh, mm-hmm. in the first round. Tatum slaying Chad's sister. Will she do the same in round two to Chad himself? Are we going to let Tatum take out the Meeks Martin siblings? <laughs> Are we? Like, the core four. <laughs> right. Tatum, by her lonesome. Oh, man. I feel like I got to... Because I, I voted for Mindy in the, in the initial one. Yeah. And I'm trying to... I'm trying to... My hard, The hard thing here for me is, do I vote to save Chad or do I... And to, or to avenge... Mindy, or do I do I succumb to the? You know what? Tatum is a very cool character, and the impact that she has in the franchise, and we've we already acknowledged that her death scene is one of the best of the franchise. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> that is a tough one. I can I abstain? Um, I... <laughs> no, don't leave it to me, please. Cannot <laughs> abstain this. I, I need a name. It's it's like American Idol here, you know. Okay, <laughs> okay. You need a name. You need a name. And their name is. Oh no! <laughs> Why is this so tense? I love these. Shows. Okay, 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 okay. Um, I I'm, I I I heard y'all out the first round. You might have swayed me, Tatum. Wow. Wow. It's wild. It's wild. <laughs> to me, it's wild. But Fiona, what's your vote? I mean, first of all, David, this is sadistic. It's so hard. But um, <laughs> <laughs> this is a tough one. This is definitely tough. But I'm a stan of the original Scream movie. Tatum is up there with one of my favorite characters. I think the kind of um, sarcasm and nonchalant kind of energy that she brings whenever like people around her are getting murdered. She's just one of my favorites, so it's Tatum. Fuck. Um, <laughs> this is, I, I'm really seriously thinking about the veto. Really thinking about it. This is the tough thing is I'm just kind of like, what if there's something else later on? <laughs> <laughs> Right, like no. I don't have the bracket in front of me. Like I'm just going off of it, and I'm like, do I, do I change my vote and wait for David to say Tatum, and then I veto? <laughs> I'm trying not to look at the rest of the bracket. Do you know what? I, I kind of like the fact that Tatum takes out both siblings. That's quite funny to me. But so... I love the those. I love them too. Damn it. Oh, that's tough. That was a tough part of the bracket. I'm going to let it slide. I'm going to respect democracy here uh, for the time being. <laughs> you know, Tatum's through. Tatum's in quarterfinals. <laughs> did, would you have voted for? Did you vote for Chad? I would have voted for Chad. Yeah. Mm, ooh, don't. Okay, move on quickly. <laughs> Fiona, we are moving on. It's again old school versus new school. Another member of the core four. It's Tara versus Randy, Fiona. Oh. starting to get serious. Which way oh. are you going? Oh, that is so tough. I love what Tara brings. I really, really do. I, like I said before, I think she kind of has a similar energy to Sydney Prescott, kind of refusing yeah. to be a victim. I love that about her. And I think it's such an interesting kind of... I love the fact she was kind of in Scream 5, the first kill that, that survived, I think. Yeah. That's amazing. I, uh, but Randy, I mean, 
Randy is such a lovable character who his death was, yeah, it was a tough one. I think he had so much more to give. So I think I'm going to do him justice now and say Randy. Tress, do you agree? I, I, I'm sorry. I want to start getting chaotic here. Um, <laughs> this is this is officially the point where I'm I'm here for the chaos. Um, <laughs> let the record show. I'm voting for Tara because I want David to decide this. Wow. Um, so Tara, I gushed about the opening of Scream Five, um, with the exception of the original, pro- probably my favorite opening. And um, I just I love the IMDb of Stab and just trying to solve that as we're playing games <laughs> with uh, Ghostface. But um, the hand stab, the knife through the hand um, was, I think, the real the first real jump I had. The yeah. what is it when Ghostface uh, stepped on the ankle, broke the ankle or the foot? The lock the whole thing. It's... Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's it's terrifying. And Jenna Ortega is. That is like the the background on my phone as we speak. I swear to God, is uh, the shot of Tara pushing the door with Ghostface's arm through it, <laughs> and it's I I love uh, Randy as a character, and uh, it's a shame that we only got him in one and a half movies. But I want David to decide, so I'm picking Tara. I was fully prepared to use my veto because I agree with Chris. I, I, Randy is great. He has the iconic scene where he sets up the rules of this. The importance of Scream, as we alluded to in the first part, is that it is a meta commentary on what's happening in horror movies at that time, at whatever time the movies release. Um, And Randy was a, a very important part of setting that up. And Randy is the prototype character for what happens like Randy is so great the scene where he's watching the movie he's commenting and he gets attacked it's brilliant it's so brilliant I think that Tara becomes one of the most important characters in this new iteration the fact she doesn't die in that opening how strong that opening is her connection to Sam and she drives the plot of Scream 6 moving to New York oh yeah I it's a very assured performance from Jane Ortega she brings that star power as well to it. I love the sister dynamic. I'm voting Tara. And Fiona doesn't have her veto anymore. I'm sorry. I don't. But Would you I have mean, used it if you had it, Fiona? I mean, yeah. I mean, I personally think this is blasphemy. But, you know, I'll let it go. <laughs> <laughs> the chaos. Is the hatred for Emma Roberts. and Oh, no, Jill Roberts. Yeah. Is so immense that it couldn't save Brandy in the end. Look, she's so she's so two D. They couldn't even give her a different second name. She's like, I, I, can, I can only work with Roberts. <laughs> no one could say Randy in the end. And every fate in a tournament of the movies, he ends up in the the back of that van. All the meeks uh, are gone. Now I think about it. God, we've wiped out the meeks family, and the I call her Princess Diaries. Meeks didn't even make the cut. Um, but Chris, we're coming to you yes. because it's about it's a family battle here, Chris. Mm. It's a family battle. It's grandmother against granddaughter because it's Nancy Loomis versus Samantha. Chris, which were What a twisted and like <laughs> fucked up matchup, you know? <laughs> Sam, um, I'm picking Sam. Yeah. Um, 
I I love I love what Melissa Barrera is doing in these movies, and it adds this different type of energy to a scream flick. And mm-hmm. I love the like I know we talked about the Billy stuff, and we'll talk about Billy more when we get to him again. Yeah. Um, but that dynamic and how Melissa portrays it is it it just to me it just it gives me a different energy that I welcome in the newer installments of these films like yeah. after doing six screen movies it can get it can get repetitive but the sam character adds it gives me a different type of energy that i that i appreciate so i'm picking sarah or sam excuse me and no diss to nancy loomis uh, but i like to think nancy would have loved her her granddaughter <laughs> <laughs> fiona do you agree I'm surprised at myself, but I actually do. I think as much as I love Nancy Loomis and I think she's a great killer, I like Sam as a main character who, you know, has this kind of this inner conflict of interest. You know, her father's Billy Loomis. I love that, you know, that that background to it. I think it it just gives her so much more depth and we're kind of always looking at her with a bit of a side eye. Like, what is she going to do? She's a bit a bit rogue. So, yeah, I'm going to go for Sam. It's tough because I agree with you both, and Nancy Loomis is one of my favourite killers, I think. Uh, what Lloyd Metcalf does in that movie, you think she's just a Gail, Weather fan, a Gail Weathers fangirl uh, for most of it, and then all of a sudden that flip, it's, it's, it's brilliant, but it's Sam. It is Sam. I think that she's perfect as the lead. I echo what both of you said, Melissa Ferreira nails it, absolutely nails it. And yeah, Sam is through to the quarterfinals, but Fiona, sticking with you here, Dewey Riley back on the case, um, but can he solve the case of Casey? We talk about the strength of that scene, but is this Casey's time to go? Oh, it, it might be her time to go. I think Dewey Riley, I mean, like I said before, his kind of character development through it from, you know, this like goofy, goofy kid you know, getting picked on by his, his sister. You know, he doesn't seem to have, again, pardon the pun, any backbone. But, um, and then kind of, you know, throughout the franchise turns into this kind of slightly tortured person. I just yeah. think he's he's an incredible contributor to the to the franchise. And, oh, yeah, Casey, I mean, that scene, like I said, it's, it's an incredible opening scene and it, it kind of, it it's what makes you hold on and it, it's what makes you watch. But I think Dewey is such a lovable character and his death was so graphic. <laughs> but um yeah, no, I think he deserves to be the winner in this in this instance for sure. Well, that's that's fair enough. Chris, do you agree? After all the love I gave Casey in round one, <laughs> uh, Dewey Dewey was my favorite part of Scream Five. Mm. Um David Arquette holy shit he rocked my socks off like i i was if you'd have told me going into screen five hey chris dewey's the best part or he, he'll be your favorite part yeah i would have said really more than you know sydney or than any of the new characters yeah. and nope D- dewey is i love like the this i know it's gonna sound morbid of me but like the met the tortured character who can't escape his past. Yeah. He's he's seen Gail move on. He's seen Sydney move on. He can't. Yeah. And he he's it's so much so that it cost him his life at the end. Mm-hmm. Cause he is so remorseful and he needs to 
he needs to avenge what was taken away from him, what that mask represents and what it was, what has taken away from him. And I, I love Dewey in five and Dewey was like, I love doing all the installments, but in five in particular, I think that's the creme de la creme of acting in this franchise. Um, Cause again, like it's, it's a different character than the one that we met in the first film. Like, and you can see how tortured he is through all these different things that he just can't leave his pet. He can't ignore what happened in the past and it made him the man that he is now or that he was now. But that's a matter with Gail as well. I think we will. I would vote for Dewey as well. We need to start nitpicking. Dewey has one really bad movie for his character, I think. One really bad movie, and that's Scream 4. I yeah. Think- Dewey is an asshole in Scream 4. Yeah. Um, Gail Weathers has helped you solve every single one of these killings for the past three movies. And all of a sudden, Dewey's like, Gail, please stay at home. Like, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. no, oh, no, you wouldn't do that. Like, she wrote the book on them. But I agree, Chris, especially with your point there about Scream 5, David Arquette brought it in that film absolutely brought it and you know what his death was earned as well and yeah someone from the original trio had to die eventually mm-hmm. and it made sense that it was Dewey it just did uh, for all the the reasons that were listed there but Dewey goes through this one I think is tougher um, in a sense Chris start with you yes it's Kirby versus Billy Loomis which way are you going to go? Wait a minute. You said this was tougher. I think it's tough. Oh. Billy. <laughs> um, and so, um, again, I gave, I gave my two cents on Kirby when we talked about her in the last round. I just think Billy's too strong of a character, especially that, um, like, yeah, his, like, Ski Ulrich crushes it in the first movie, but then... Um, bringing back the character essentially reviving him in a way and and the newer installments it's like oh um not only was it like a surprise in the fifth one but they brought him back he's doing more (laughs) um like i i love the i love his what's the word i'm looking for he's still sprinkled in and he still he still plays a part all these years later like yeah, he was the original. He was original Ghostface um, with Stu, and um, you know, trying to get revenge on Sydney. But now, in a in a weird flip, um, Billy's helping our our protagonist in Sam. So um, in in a weird in a weird fucked up way, but <laughs> um, it's it, but it's still good, I guess. Yeah. But uh, Billy, Billy to me is um, is my is my choice. That's my choice. Fiona, is it easy for you as well? It is. I mean, I totally agree. I think Billy is the archetype. You know, every single ghost face that comes after him, I think they're only ever trying to, um, you know, copy what he's done, what this kind of, you know, legacy that he's set up for himself. I think he he deserves, you know, he definitely deserves a spot over Kirby. Yeah. Well, listen, he is the first ghost face killer. Uh, to advance to the quarterfinals. Billy Loomis does it. I like Kirby. Again, there's that asterisk that I kind of wish they pulled the trigger with Kirby as Ghostface in Scream 6. Um, that seemed like a really cool way to go. But Chris, me and you have not used our vetoes. Now, we can choose not to use them if everything goes our way. 
there's two matches left for us to use them. One might be this. Stumacher versus Cotton Weary. Fiona, I'm going to come to you first. Oh, to be fair, this is actually quite an easy one for me. Stumacher is one of my all-time favourite characters. I think he, the comedy relief he brings with like also going hand in hand with being the killer in the end. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he trumps Cotton Weary. 100%. 0% cotton for me. 0% cotton. Cotton has got untangled in the wash here. Um, <laughs> as far as Fiona's concerned. Because Stu Macker is going through it. Chris, do you agree? Is it is it Stu's time or are you a cotton guy? So, in... in <laughs> it's Stu. <laughs> it's, it's Stu. And look, I know um, I got the veto is uh it's it's looming there um I, I i had no doubt in my mind the second i heard the the matchup i'm like okay i'm not going to use it here I, I have a feeling that we're all on the same page or at least i hope so david i, I probably would have went for cotton but not enough to use my veto because <laughs> you i mean if you want to piss me off, go ahead. No, I don't. Here's the reason why. I think that Cotton's such an important character in the first three films. Like, he's he's just a looming presence in Scream 1 and connects that Maureen Prescott story in Scream 1, like, to it. Like, he's just in the background. We hear about this Cotton Weary character. And then when you meet him in Scream 2, Fiona's right. He's an unlikable figure. But then he has that hero's moment, he gets the fame, he gets what he wants. And then when he has his own talk show, gets killed off in Scream 3. That, to me, is a really good character arc. Like, across three films. Agreed. But Stu Macker and what Matthew Lillard does is too good for me to use the veto against him. You know what I mean? Uh, so I will I will cede to what you two are saying. Stumacher goes through. Fair enough. Absolutely fair enough. But it's our last matchup in the second round. Chris, I'm coming to you first. Yes. Mickey, oh so fine. So fine that he blows people's brains out. Uh, it's Ghostface because Mickey's up against Gail Weathers. What are you doing? <laughs> um, Mickey, Mickey, Mickey. Um... What what a what a tough way to go, Mickey. Like up up against Gale. That's crazy. I am fighting the urge so hard to. We would cancel each other out at this point. I'm fighting. We, uh, go ahead. We both have the power of the veto, Chris. So we would just need to put it to Fiona at that point. <laughs> if you really did want to go for Mickey. <laughs> If I, <laughs> I said I want chaos, but maybe I don't need to use my veto next time. <laughs> next time, it's Gail. It's Gail. Fair enough, Fiona. Do you agree? I do agree. I mean, we love Mickey. He's great, but Gail Weathers, even with her terrible fringe in the third scream, she wins. Well, listen, <laughs> that is the first time in the history of these tournaments that any veto has gone unused. 
that is the first time that's happened to two of them have went unused. It's just Fiona's hatred that has pulled through. I I was saving mine. I kind of wish I'd used it, but I just had a feeling that Chris was going to fuck with me. <laughs> I had to fight the urge to vote for Mickey, have y'all cried. vote for Gail, and then me say... <clears throat> Not on my watch, <laughs> but I, I no, I, I I can't do for the integrity of the podcast and uh for for us talking about Scream. I'm having too much fun to be a jerk. So and it's if you weren't invited back, you know <laughs> that too. <laughs> that too. I like to come back. This is fun. Well, listen, quarterfinal time. It's crunch time. The giant slayer herself, I think, is just taking it a step too far. Fiona. I think it's time to say goodbye to Tatum Riley because she's up against Sydney Prescott. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, we love her. I mean, like we said, her death is one of the best deaths throughout the whole franchise. It's so graphic and like when her face like squishes up against, oh, it's just horrible. But I mean, Sydney, Sydney is the one who's taken us through these whole franchises. She is, you know, our the person that kind of keeps coming back for more and you know puts up a fight every time and like we've said she's a badass and we love her so it's Sydney yeah Chris I feel that you're going to push the button in the garage door but before you do pay tribute for us uh, to the Cinderella story that is Tatum Riley in this tournament see Tatum hell of a run you know (laughs) like taking out uh I've already expressed my, not disdain, but Tatum taking out the Meeks, the Meeks-Martin siblings, and now having to fall to the garage door that is Sydney Prescott. <laughs> Sydney is the garage door. Sydney <laughs> is the proverbial garage door in this case. Sydney, it's, Sydney I'm, I'm, let me, not to disrespect anybody, but Sydney will not... She has not faced any real, you know, like, oh, maybe I want to vote for the other character. Maybe she will in the next round when we get to the because we're, we're we're this is the eight or is it 16? Yeah, you're, you're sending Sydney through the semifinals here. Oh, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Sydney, yeah. Sydney, Sydney. And good luck to anyone up against Sydney. Good luck. Uh, this, I'm just going to skip right to this because it's this is crunch time. This is utter crunch time. Is a quarterfinal matchup. Sam had to take out her grandmother in the last round. That's bad enough. She oh, now shit. comes up against her sister. It's Sam versus oh. Tara. It's Sam versus Tara. Chris, I'm going to come to you because you're. Oh no! <laughs> no. You need to make this decision first and foremost. No, I don't. <laughs> Unless Fiona has a, a clear thought here. No, no. <laughs> Damn it. Here, I'll start. I'll start. Um, oh shit. Okay, you know what? I don't know. I, don't... <laughs> I had a thought, and I'm like, no, I don't agree with that. Um, okay. I I think Sam and Tara are are incredible leads to take the the baton from Gale and Sydney and Dewey, and um. They're they're stronger characters than uh, that other half of the core four. Um, but say for example, we do we, we see Scream Seven, and one of them has to die. 
I think that I would I'd rather watch more movies with Tara than Sam. <laughs> That's rogue oh choice. I I love that they've done the whole time Billy. That's the tough part. I can't talk about Sam without talking about Billy. Yeah. And I think that in this case, I'm going to use that against Sam. Because a, a, a big part of the character is um, is the fact that she's the daughter, that she's the daughter of Billy Loomis and that she sees Billy in the mirror from time to time. But, oh, man, this isn't easy. I don't want to do this anymore. This was fun for, <laughs> for, for a, a long time until this. This was fun until I'm, I'm picking Tara. It's especially because I think Jenna had I, I didn't if this was just Scream 5. Like yes. Scream Six hadn't come out yet, I would have said Sam. But oh. I like Tara a lot in Scream Six. So I'm 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 pushing it to Tara, but please tell me I'm wrong. You're wrong. Tell me you're, wrong or tell me right. You're wrong. <laughs> 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 I mean, personally I think that uh, like Sam without Tara, I think she can survive. I th- but Tara without Sam. I don't think she's making it very far. So I actually would argue that Sam is the strongest character out of the two. Mm-hmm. And I think when it comes down to it, she is my main character now. Tara isn't. And her links with, obviously, Billy Loomis, you know, it ties us right back to the original Scream. And I just think yeah. that that connection is is much more important. Although we love Tara, I think she's great. But Well, they're both yeah, great, yeah. They both make a good point. It's Sam for me, I think. I'm I'm almost thinking ahead as well, because the end of Scream 6, like, they, they kind of play a clever trick on us, because they make us think that Sam is this kind of, like, Dexter serial killer for good. There was definite bloodlust in Tara's eyes in mm. the end of Scream 6. I feel something's going to happen there. I have an inkling. <sighs> I... It's an interesting point because it's kind of the connected thread. It's, you know, Chris says that Sam can't exist without Billy. Fiona then says that Tara can't exist without Sam. I There's more depth in the character of Sam. But Tara now has the love interest with Chad, which I love also. <laughs> oh, this is so tough. I'm going to, I, I need to go with Sam. I'm going with Sam. Understood. She's, Understood. She's, she's the lead. She's it's a different angle. Melissa Brera had a tougher job than Jenna Ortega. That's I'm that. And the fact that she executed it while Jenna Ortega and Tana is executed beautifully as well. That was an uphill battle. You're replacing Sydney, essentially. And you're mm-hmm. having to pull off the serial killer daughter stick as well. Sam for me. God. I mean, I almost feel I need a, a bath or a shower after that. One. <laughs> I didn't like that. That that was the toughest one so far. So that was tough. very tough, without question. Well, it's it's going to continue to get tough, to be fair, Fiona, because it's Dewey Riley. Um, it's basically good against evil because it's Dewey Riley against Billy Loomis. So oh. oh no! <laughs> <sighs> this is oh, so no. tough. It's sick. It is sick. You're pure evil. Um, <laughs> oh, actually, oh, okay. 
let me think. Billy Loomis. He is, I guess for me, Billy Loomis is Scream or is Ghostface. If, you know, he is, yeah. The obviously he's the original killer, but I just mean, for me, he's kind of, he's the person I compare everyone to. What you know, as as a killer, because he's he, he is you know one of the best. Do however, I guess kind of I've enjoyed following him throughout the movies, and I've always been rooting for him, kind of even with Gale, but also just in general. But ah, God, this is this is a this is torture. Um, I think I just have to kind of just make the decision. So it is do. Oh, <laughs> are you making the same decision? I said this in the last round when talking about this character that um, it was probably the best performance of an actor in any of the movies. Yeah, I love David Arquette as Dewey in these movies. He might have been an ass in Scream Four, but boy, what did he bring bring the goods in Scream Five? Yeah. Billy, like what Fiona said, Billy is like when people think Ghostface, it's 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 Billy Loomis. Yeah. Ah, oh, shit! But I gotta pick Dewey. I have to. I do the same. I'd hundred percent do the same. Oh, that's tough. I, I think it's good to have Skeet back. I think it's good to keep that connection to Billy. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a great Ghostface killer, a great person to really kick off the series. And that movie is iconic. Dewey's just done more since, even if I don't agree with every step of the character. He's been there, that love story with Gail, and you're right, the, the ending in Scream 5, it's it's got to be Dewey, despite what we think, you know. It's tough again, it's tough again. I, I hate I hate that Billy, uh, just to, just to uh, eulogize Billy real fast. Yeah. Um, like, I, I think that, because uh, what was the last matchup, Sam and Tara? Yeah. Um, I'm picking Billy over the both of them. Mm, it's a tough, um, it's a tough bracket. Like if yeah, if if this was laid out differently, um, Billy per, Billy advances, yeah. and maybe um, the next matchup, uh, David. Uh, I don't know exactly. I forget uh, who got placed against who, but uh, Billy might be taking over them as well. So yeah. if if this just wasn't Dewey, because mm. I, I I love him. I I love the Dewey character more than Billy, but. In some world, uh, they're both in my final four. I'm actually, I'm going to break the format slightly with the last quarterfinal because I'm going to vote first because you know what I'm mm. going to do here. Interesting. It's, it's Gale versus Stu Macker. Oh. Veto. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Here's, here's the reason I am going to vote Gale. Gale Weathers is the villain of the entire series. She is the bad guy. The only misstep they have ever made with Gil Weathers is that she should have died in Scream 6 because Ghostface was 100% right. Gil Weathers at every single turn has taken this tragedy, made it about herself and profited from it. And yet, and yet, we love her. Despite that, we love her. The characters love her. When you watch these movies, you are scared of Ghostface. You fall in love with Sydney, but you are entertained by Gail Weathers. She is the funniest character. 
She is also at times the smartest character and she's the character who has the arc throughout these movies that you can track, but also fundamentally and tragically gives in to her darker, exploitive nature to make money and to make herself the centre of the tension at the expense of these killings. She is the most three-dimensional character, Fiona. If you said Jill Roberts um, was 2D, Gail, Gail's 4D for me. I love Stu Marker and need to vote for Gail. Chris, I'm going to come to you next. Hey, Fiona, how much do we want to piss off David right now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Chris, um, I might piss you off. <laughs> um, oh, man, this. In a similar vein to um, to Tatum, mm-hmm. just Stu got dealt a bad hand in this. Because it's one movie? Uh, because of the one movie and because it's Gail. Mm-hmm. Gail is, I mean, she, she's the only one that's appeared in every movie. Yeah. And with the exception of Roger L. Jackson, but I am, yeah, I, I agree with everything you said, David, that Gail through thick and thin, like she is such a flawed character, but we love her anyway. Yeah. And I I kind of love what they did with her in six. Uh, I do agree that I think she should have died in six. Yeah. Um. It was the perfect death. If they and it's an, another reason to get uh, Sydney out of out of whatever um, uh, bunker she's <laughs> oh, <no>. in. Yeah, <laughs> but I, it's it's Gail. It's Gail is our our antihero. She's she's so flawed, and you hate her sometimes uh, because you're like, why would you do that? So you know, people <laughs> get, they, that people that she gives a shit about. But I am. Um, Rest in peace, Stu Mocker, even though he's not dead. Um, <laughs> what what a what a bad hand. What a bad yeah. hand. Well, we're sending we're sending Matthew Lillard back to Spooky Island. Um, but Fiona, nice. would you have done the same thing? I totally agree. I like I said, I love my characters to be flawed. I don't want kind of a you know, somebody who's just completely lovable. And I think it's rare to have a character that you love so much, but you also enjoy watching them get punched in the face repeatedly. <laughs> so, yep, I, I'm, I'm on board. Listen, that means we have our final four. And it's not surprising the final four, but it's also, it's been a tough road to get here. Like, it's been much tougher than we might have thought. And I don't know if this is going to be as tough as we thought it would be. But Fiona, I'm going to come to you because I actually think it's an easier decision for you. Sydney versus Sam, the OG protagonist versus our new protagonist. That's the first semi-final. Who gets the spot? Okay. Well, I think Sam has had big shoes to step into, and I think she's done a very, very good job. Um, But, I mean, without Sydney, we have no franchise. We have... No scream. I think she is the ultimate female character for me personally. You know, like like they kind of always joke in joke about in scream. Yeah. You know, you get these women in scary films who are running up the stairs instead of running out the door. But I think she has kind of, you know, kicked those walls down for fe- for female characters in the nineties. And I just have always loved watching her and watching how she develops throughout the franchise. And I hope we see her again. So Sydney. 
that Dave Prescott is a simple, simple vote there for Fiona. Chris, huge screen five guy, love the newer stuff. You know, you've leaned that way sometimes in these votes. Sydney versus Sam, what say you on that? I cannot wait to see where the Sam character goes forward uh, after such a strong introduction in five and further um, like opening up new layers of the of the character in six. But it's Sydney Prescott. It's Sydney fucking Prescott. <laughs> and, and to anyone that's that, that's listening to this and um, they're like oh, and they're, you're listening, you're like, oh, my God. Uh, why are they gassing up Sydney so much? Because she's so damn cool. And I I cannot think of another uh, character in a horror movie that I admire more. Maybe Ash Williams. But uh, what Neff Campbell does in these movies is is incredible. And Melissa is so good as Sam and they've done some great shit with her so far, but scream is Sydney. And I am, I'm eager to see the fight that we have to put up <laughs> against Sydney in the final. I'm, I'm because, because at that point we can't, we can't bring up the, uh, Sydney's the face of the franchise. We got to talk about actual character shit at this point. Yeah. But, but that, Sydney's that's... still super rad. She's so rad. She is an unbelievable character. I 100% agree with you, though. Melissa Barrera, I've sang her praises throughout all of this. She had such a tough job. That is such a, such a hard character to pull off, and she does it to perfection. And I'm more excited to see the future for Sam than I am for Sydney, kind of, because... I kind of liked this Sydney absence in Scream 6, even though I don't agree with the reasons for it, because Neve Campbell should be paid what she is worth, 100%. Mm-hmm. But good for the story to mm. not have to revolve around Sydney. For yeah, one. I think she has to be kind of fully in it or not in it at all, because yeah. a Sydney, Sydney cameo just isn't giving us what we want. It doesn't, unless you kill her in the first scene. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but that would be chaotic. Um, I would agree that it's Sydney. This is the this is the thing though. This is the this is the hardest match by far so far. Um Chris, Dewey versus Gail, estranged husband versus estranged wife, lovers, star-crossed lovers in this deadly ghost face game. What do you say to that? Fiona, I'm sorry in advance. This is gonna come up. This is gonna come down to you. I'm picking Dewey. Okay. Ooh. So after all the love that I was giving Gail in the last round, right? Um, I mean all of that. But at no point in this bracket, up until now, has Gail went up against a character as strong as Dewey. And I keep going back to five because it's 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 my second favorite of the franchise after the first one. And because I genuinely think it's a very good movie and David Arquette acts his ass off. Mm. Like it's the, the the turns that the character grows through. Gail has been Gail since the jump. Gail's been the same from the beginning. She just, you know, cares about Sydney and Dewey and, and uh, now Sam, Tara and the Meeks Martin uh, siblings. But guys, the arc and the the tortured character that is Dewey 
our our sheriff, our our, our slain sheriff. He is. He, when I when I think of you know the arcs that these characters have gone on, like obviously like Sydney's is great and uh, Gales is great, but Dewey's is the one that that sticks out in my brain. And maybe it's because it's David Arquette. Maybe it's because you kind of knew eerily while watching Scream Five, like he's so gonna die. Yeah. Like you, like you knew. It's just how and the way he's that he went out. Die or he was gonna be Ghostface. You know. Right. Right. Um. But. I think just the arc of the character is is stronger than Gale. Uh, it's stronger than Gale's. So um, we already know where David's leaning. Well, I'll 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 get mine out of the way for you on that because we know where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Just for tension in that, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> here's my argument. I actually agree. I agree with Chris on a lot a lot of points. I think David Arquette crafts this character. Especially in Scream Five, um, very very well. And even though I don't like the character in Scream Four, it's all part of this story. And it's tough because these two characters are so intertwined and they mirror each other. What I think this is underselling is that the tragedy of Dewey and the tortured character. Gail is also a tortured character. The tragedy of Gail Weathers is exactly what Chris said. She remains the same. She tries not to. She tries several times to make their relationship work. They get together, they break up, they get married. She can't stay. Um, she can't stay in Woodboro. She can't do it. She can't stop herself profiting off of this tragedy. She can't do it. She has to put herself at the centre of it. And in the end, that's the tragedy of Gail. And I, I root for that story more. Gail's more entertaining for me. Dewey's great. Chris's points are valid. I need to vote for Gail. Fiona, I'm sorry to do this, but it comes down to you. <laughs> okay. I think you, yeah, both make really great points. I what, what Chris says was interesting that, you know, like we've seen this this character arc with Dewey and, you know, yes, he, he's changed into this kind of, you know, troubled person and, and Gail has always remained the same. But I would argue that the fact that Gail has always remained the same is the reason why we love her. And, you know, all these people have kind of, you know, experienced this trauma from the murders in Woodsboro and it's transformed their life and changed their life. But but Gail has always just been Gail. And I think that kind of proves how strong of a character she is. And I would also argue that without her being who she is consistently, a lot of our favourite characters would have died. So I'm going to go for Gail. Whoa, Chris. Look. At the the second it started, I had a feeling. Um, <laughs> the second it started, I'm like, you know what? It's gonna be uh who who can who can uh gas up their choice more, David or myself. Cause I've been I've been uh preaching Dewey's praises since the second he start we mentioned his name in this bracket. Yeah. But yeah. I see like Y'all nailed it on the head. Like, I, I talked all my shit about Gail. I love Gail. <laughs> <laughs> Courtney Cox is so good in these movies. It's and... her best performance for mm-hmm. me. Yes, I agree. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I, I, I love, I love Gail. And yes, the, like, she's as tortured as uh Billy or not Billy as uh, Dewey's case has been. 
Gail's been through some serious shit. Been through some it's shit. just the exterior, you know, like the the persona that she projects, uh, you know, in her in her public life. But like we've seen those 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 intimate moments, especially with um with the core characters in later yeah. installments, that she's gone through some shit. And while she might write a bunch of books about it, she's not perfect. And like what y'all said, that's why we love her. Mm-hmm. So it's the final. I'm going to kick us off because, again, I've showed my hand, so I might as well tell you why. She's There's a reason Gail is in all movies. There's a reason that Gail has to be there in this story. Um, Gail is the antagonist of the Scream franchise. Ghostface changes, but Gail Weathers remains the same. She has been Sydney's frenemy. It took a long time for them to become friends. Um, even by Scream 4, they're not fully there yet. There's still that lingering tension. That's the beauty of Gail's character. Like they, they, are, they go through all this together. She is the villain of Scream. Outside of Ghostface, it's Gail Weathers. And Sydney is a brilliant hero. She is an outstanding hero. But Sydney runs from the storm. Gail weathers it. I am going to go for Gail. Fiona, I'm going to come to you. (laughs) It's interesting what you just said, because that's what I was thinking. You know, Sydney hides away. She doesn't want this to be her legacy anymore that's kind of you know the feeling you get from the film she's not coming to Sam or Tara's rescue but Gail is always there and she's kind of our our constant in the films and it's the the character we can depend on to be there until the bitter end uh this is very tough but you know I'm surprised at myself I think I might actually go for Gail (gasps) oh well that was easy um (laughs) Chris, what would you have went for? Oh, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, David. I was very, I was very uh, smitten with everything you've been saying about Gail. <laughs> I, 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 I still think I would have gone for Sydney. Um, I. This franchise has put her through the ringer. <laughs> yes. From from the jump, Sydney has not caught a break. Even even though she ended up marrying, um, you know, uh, Patrick Dempsey, Mark and Kate, shout out. But I guess so, so really, Sydney's the real winner in this franchise. She married Patrick Dempsey. But <laughs> like like Sydney to me, like she is the reason I watch these movies. Sydney is a character. And as twisted as this might sound, I've had so much fun watching her journey through all of these. I was very bummed out when I saw that she was not returning for six. Yeah. And you felt that her presence was missing. Like, yeah, maybe it's the nostalgia because I love the franchise so much. But I I understand the the choice of Gail. I would have picked Sydney, but Gail. If you tell if you tell me, hey Chris, the best character in Scream, the Scream franchise is Gail Weathers. It's like, all right, I I I totally understand, and I can't I can't fight you on it as much as I want to fight the both of you on this right now. I can't because. I'm so y'all, y'all are, <laughs> y'all got me, but let the record show, I wanted Dewey. Yeah, you yeah. want 
I was convinced Fiona was voting Sydney. I, I thought that each of us had was going to vote for the person I compared them to at the very start of the podcast in part one. I thought it was going to mirror that, but Gail is the winner, and I have never been happier on that on that show. So, before we go, Scream Seven is coming out. Fiona, outside of what we've said, any predictions for Scream Seven? I think Sydney will come back. I think. I don't know if this will be the last one, but I think it should be. And I think Sydney should come back. And I mean, I would love to see, you know, maybe Gail needing some money and maybe for once being Ghostface to try and get up those, those, um, yeah, I, th- I think she wants to write a new book and I think she might be the killer to, to you know, get that going. Chris, any predictions for Scream 7? I mean, we already talked about your your dream opening or your yeah. fantasy booked opening. Yeah. Uh, loved it. But, oh man, any crazy predictions? Either Gail's Ghostface or Gail has to die at this point. Yeah. Gail, yeah, she should have died in sex as much as we i know she just won our bracket but i'm like let's kill her um no (laughs) no you're right (laughs) you're 100 right (laughs) and if like let's stop kidding ourselves i don't know who distributes these movies or who produces these movies or who produces these movies um hey please pay our sydney prescott please yeah pay me please like are, are we are we are we joking ourselves that's the reason that she wasn't in six not because of creative things not because she didn't want to do it she wanted to do it and if she's if she's around let her be in the damn movie yeah and i I, do do you kill her now let's what we can talk ourselves into that later but no like i i wanted to see sydney back in the mix and shit maybe gail's the opening maybe that's how you do it shit well, I actually really like Fiona's idea. Um, I think Scream needs to stop tying itself to locations. If we're mirroring Scream 3, don't make it a movie. Make it make it stab the musical. And <laughs> there's, there's a ghost face killer that's killing people where that musical shows up in each city. And that's how you get to go to different places. You want to take Scream on tour? I want to take Scream on tour. I, I like that. I also think that all roads in the original Scream trilogy led back to Maureen Prescott. I think that Sam and Tara's mum has a real beef to be Ghostface and a real beef with Sydney because she was pregnant with Billy's child and Sydney killed Billy. That's very true. So that's my big prediction that Tara and um, Tara and Sam's mum will be I like that this killer in the next movie I think uh, you're on to something yeah I, interesting take I would I would kill to write the next screen movie 100% <laughs> I, I would that would be my dream job screen would be my dream job because that yeah. would be unbelievable and I, I, I'm honestly I'm buying into more hype here because I don't like what I'm writing so <laughs> listen it's been a great tournament it's been great discussing scream one of my favorite series Fiona thank you so much for coming on Thank you so much for having me. And I just want to say I'm just happy that Jill didn't win. 
<laughs> well, you made sure of that um, <laughs> very swiftly and quickly. Chris, it was, it's always good to have you back, my friend. No, thank you for inviting me to do this. This is a ton of fun. And I mean, Scream is to me uh, the horror franchise. Uh, no misses, all hits. Um, may not they may not you know have all the hit characters. Shout out to Jill. But <laughs> um, no, this is super fun. And uh, thanks for including me. I was I was uh, I swooned when you asked me to do this. So thank you. I was so happy. Listen, it's been a great panel. Uh, up next, we will pay tribute to the past of this podcast. Our first time series will be continuing. And it's time to go and visit Angie and the gang because someone will be experiencing Avatar The Last Airbender for the first time and talking about it on this podcast. But until then, it's goodbye from us all. And Majesty Pam, take us home.